Hi guys, this is your host Matilda and you are listening to the Africalypso podcast. Welcome to a new episode. So in one of the last financial episodes, we were talking about what it means to be an adult. If you haven't checked that out, please go there and check it out. It was a very fun conversation. And we're just talking about what it means to be an adult, the financial steps you would have to take, and just things, I think, pointers that you can um, get. Networking came up quite a bit. So on this episode, we're going to be delving more into networking. And um, I have a guest with me that is going to talk more about it because honestly i'm not the best networker our guest today is the one and only olumide networking longer because (laughs) (laughs) now you network pass (laughs) hey guys so how have you been i'm very well school has been stressful we're all in this struggle together man that's what we see almost man Anyways, so before we delve into the topic today, what would you say you do? What are some things that you're into? If you had like a bio or a synopsis, what would you say you do? Um, very much. Um, I kind of I, I love to help people. That's that's one of like one of the major reasons I do things I do. I love to help people, and um, besides that, I kind I love to pick up new skills: reading, watching videos, listening to um, podcasts reading articles those are things i enjoy doing and um i do them just so that i can help people i can share my knowledge to others and and fulfill my own personal goals Mm. and you're currently a student eh? yeah i'm currently a student i'm studying chemical engineering at peruvian university um it's a school just right outside of Houston. but you're also doing the most (laughs) 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 you're also doing the most no, 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 no. I'm not doing the most. I'm just building a personal brand. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Anyway, so we're talking about networking, as I had said earlier. And um, I looked it up and I checked up the definition. And um, Ivan Minster, who owns Entrepreneur.com, he defines it as the process of developing and activating your relationships to increase your business or further your career, enhance your knowledge, expand your sphere of influence or serve the community. Would you agree with that definition? Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. My idea, like, there's so many parallels in regards to uh, my idea of networking. Um, I really love um, the um, statement of in- increasing, um, expanding your sphere of, uh, what was that that you said again? Your sphere, sphere of, of influence. Of influence, definitely. That's the whole um, essence of networking. Um, networking is definitely... Um, connecting with people to build relationships, right? Um, networking becomes networking when you're able to build a relationship after connecting. So yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Well, that's definitely something we're going to delve into because I have in quotes networked a lot, but I wouldn't say I have made connections. So I don't know if that's like that falls under like actual networking. I guess that's not the way it should be. But before we go into proper, proper how to network. I think it usually starts by asking yourself, why are you networking? Like, what are you trying to achieve? So what are some reasons you think people should network? Um, One of the reasons you could network could be to get a job, which is basically like the general reason to get a job. Um, 
could also be to um, sell your personal brand. That could be one thing. Not necessarily looking for a job, but like selling your personal brand. So when people see your name, they know, hey, it's Matilda. Hey, it's Olu. Because, yeah, we've seen him around here and there. Um, you could also network to find people to join you to work on a project, mm-hmm. right? You could network to find people who have the same mind as you, right? You could have passion projects you're working on, and you probably will need some help to delegate some assignments to other people. And so that's where networking comes in, finding people who might be willing to work on the same project as you. Mm, that makes sense. I mean, you've always been a go-getter. I mean, all the years I've known you, but I wouldn't say I saw like a lot of your LinkedIn. So what would you say made you want to start going out there and doing more networking? Like, yeah, I, I just, I'm really curious as to what made you, what sparked that and just made the idea come to your head and be like, yeah, this is totally something I can do. Yeah. And I should do, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, just, just knowing that there's more out there. Right. I mean, I, w- I, w- I would always just go to school, go to class, get those good grades, um, make my parents happy and like look forward to looking for a job. Right. But life, life goes way beyond that. There's when I got on LinkedIn, I met people that were that were students, but also had like two startups and also had intense experience. Mm. And they have all these great things going on. And I'm like, this is what life is about. Like. The, the need to reach full potential, that's what made me decide to start networking. And through this, I've been able to like realize more things about myself that I would never have known if I, if, if, if I never networked. So yeah, definitely understanding that there's more out there and not to settle for less. Oh, yo, that's deep. That's, that's true talk. Um, I think once you realize that I guess there's more to life than just graduate, go get it. I mean, But that's, that's another topic, definitely. But you know, there's nothing wrong with a nine to five, right? Definitely. Like there's nothing wrong wrong. with just a nine to five. Do you think there's like some people are actually, some people's personalities are just made to have that routine life Yeah. and not have anything like more. Maybe their more is just having a family, you know? True, true. Yeah. um, Nine to five is really, not everyone is cut out for that extra side project or that extra side business. Everyone is cut out for that. And like with nine to five, um, th- th- there's definitely more pros in nine to five than cons, right? I mean, you have a steady paycheck. You know, you, you're going in at this time. You're coming out at this time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And um, yeah, you're able to also grow within your organization, right? right. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, definitely. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, that those are really good reasons to get people, I guess, to start looking into networking as a as a tool. So um, one yeah. of the things I guess a lot of people have used is social media, um, which is one thing that you've said, now you. Uh, <laughs> so so <laughs> how would you um, tell the audience, like the listeners, how would you say you can best utilize social media to build your network? Well, um, first of all, social media was made to keep in touch with people, right? But, but like over the years, like social media has evolved. Um, when you look at Facebook, Facebook has gone from being um, a messaging app to a community focused app. You look at Twitter, um, Twitter has gone from being just you tweeting your ideas and opinions to people actually voicing, um, jokes, um, against, um, inequality, against, uh, politics and things like that. So 
this, this evolving is something you really want to tap into, right? And using social media is such a strong platform for, for you to sell yourself because there's the potential for you to get to exponentially get yourself out. Just a single retweet on Twitter, and it could start a chain of retweets. And before you know it, your name is popping up on the timeline of people that would never have seen you if, if you weren't active enough, right? So yeah. you, you want to be able to um, know the purpose of why you're on social media, know what you want to share, know what you're about, and continue to share those things daily. If you see my, me on LinkedIn, I'm making posts about network, networking, I'm making posts about interviewing, I'm making posts about venture capital, entrepreneurship, career. And those are the things I'm interested in. So when people see those things, they're able to say, hey, I know what this guy's interested in. Mm-hmm. Let me reach out to him. He'd probably be of help in this area or here or there. Exactly. And um, just to share with you, that's, that's how I met one of my team members on a startup I'm working on. He actually reached out to me on Twitter. And very soon, like, we have big news coming. So just putting yourself out there. Nice. Wow. Okay. So I guess I haven't fully utilized LinkedIn because sometimes it feels like I might be posing as what I am not. I guess that's my social media in general. Like I, I get scared of posting in general because I don't want to put up, up like a, a false facade. Like, yeah. because I see people make like LinkedIn posts about like entrepreneurship and all of that, but that wouldn't be me. Like I'm not very corporate, yeah. which is, I guess, what a lot of people are on LinkedIn. So if that's not your kind of personality, would you just say, like, maybe utilize another platform rather than LinkedIn? Well, um, def- um yeah, that, that's, that's a good question, right? And depending on what you're interested in, the platform of yours could, could actually really vary, right? So um, LinkedIn is usually for professionals, people who are, like, saying, hey, I have this business, or hey, I'm trying to get this job, or um, hey, I have this initiative that I'm about to get into, right? Right. And um, there's Twitter and there's Facebook that could actually be more welcoming to people that might be interested in music, uh, movie, stand-up comedy, right? So you want to be careful to choose your platform very well because people on LinkedIn are usually more professional, professionally inclined. And you have people on Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook that are more on the social aspect of things. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 definitely makes sense. Like... um. You want to do a fundraiser. The right place for fundraiser would be Twitter or Facebook. You would yeah it, be, be LinkedIn, right? You wouldn't even be Instagram, but Twitter or Facebook because people can like and can share and they can tweet. So yeah. So depending on what you're going to, you're always looking for choosing. Um, you're always looking to choose the right platform. Exactly. Right. Definitely. Exactly. So um, I just wanted to drop this because I was talking to a couple of my friends um, about LinkedIn and I didn't realize like the power of LinkedIn at all mm-hmm. until like I hear some people's stories. I'm like, is there something you people are using LinkedIn <laughs> from that, for that I'm not using LinkedIn for? Because I have a friend that she actually reaches out to, um, like say she aspires to work at a company. Yeah. She adds someone up that works within the company and she's like, okay, how is it like working for this company? What kind of skills did you need to get that position that you have and stuff like that? And I was like, isn't that a bit creepy? Like someone you don't know from, Mm. from Adam, you know, and like they just creep in on your LinkedIn and they start asking (laughs) you about your company and your job and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Is that common Um, practice? 
Is that what a common practice? Yeah, that's that's definitely a common practice. That's what like probably 85% of LinkedIn does, right? And um, just keep in mind that people love to talk about themselves. People love to share about like their journey. So I think um, your friend's questions are pretty solid. If you're going to get into someone's um, DM and just say, hey, I'm trying to get a job. That's 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 when it's creepy. But when you're able to say, hey, um, I see that you're working at company XYZ in ABC position. And it turns out I'm actually very much interested in that position. Can you tell me about your day-to-day activity at work or how I could build up my skill set to fit into that position as well? That's something really interesting. That's like, hey, this person has taken time to look at my profile. This person is also taking time to see that there's commons between us and they're asking the right questions. So Aww. I don't think that's that's very, very detailed and that's very like um, strategic. Mm, so rather than, oh, I'm looking for a job, hire me. Yeah. Um, it's more like it's a tactic. It's a it's a tactic. You have to. Yeah, it's a tactic. And um, um, let me mention this. Um, there, there are two things. One, you want to ask the right questions to get their interest. And two, you want to round up round up with um, value added. How can you add value to them? Because nobody wants to, I don't want to spend time talking to someone for 10 minutes or scheduling a, talk, um, a phone call if they can't say, hey, this is what you stand to gain from me too, right? Is it too, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it, is it two-way street, right? So you want to round up with value added. But what type of, when I'm asking someone that works in a company that obviously has a career and I don't have a career in that field, what exactly is it that I would be able to offer them in that kind of situation? Just using that as an example, what would the value added be? Um, Value added could be you keeping up with them on the project you're working on, right? Because now they could could be in a position where you, you could be working on a project that they actually trying to get familiar with, right? Let's say you're working on a project that involves data analytics and damn, they're in a top position and right now they're trying to brush up on data analytics. You sharing that with them could be like, hey, this person does data analytics. If we're able to build this relationship, they can probably guide me and tell me how to go about learning about data analytics too. Because data analytics is a developing field, data science, right? So that could be something. That, that could be extreme, but there, there could be like, you just have to figure out how you can assist people, right? And you get you get a feel of how you can assist people by looking at their profile, right? If someone reached out to me and said, Oh, I need help with so so and so, I see you're working on this startup. I do advertising or I create logos. That's that's interesting. I'm working on a startup and now there's someone who makes logos who who does advertising. They are of use to So the person's adding value while you're also helping. Exactly. The I see what you mean. Exactly. Okay. Uh, that's very good information. I think um, I should definitely get more into using LinkedIn because I, I just always look at LinkedIn as this creepy place because no. <laughs> it's perception. It's all in the mind because, I mean, people are getting opportunities on LinkedIn and I'm just approaching yeah. it as, oh, this is just doing too much. But, I mean, I should be taking advantage of that opportunity. I'm just playing yeah. myself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So don't LinkedIn, play yourself, guys. LinkedIn definitely gives you like something you need for LinkedIn is courage mm. because you get on LinkedIn, you see everybody making posts, you see everybody just sharing inspirational stuff that could be intimidating to you, right? As because now is. you're an introvert. You've never used this before. You don't, you don't even know how to go. You don't even know how to start posting, but then you just need to like get, gather up courage and say, Hey, 
you know what, day one, I'm going to start posting so, so, and so. And like, you start doing it and eventually you have a followership. You have people that are seeing you, they're keeping in touch with what you're sharing. And one day, one day, like, <laughs> that's a Nigerian, one day, one day. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nigeria, you not Nigerian. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, someone will reach out to you, someone will notice what you're doing and boom, you're, you're where you want to be. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that's that's a really good tip. So let's discuss networking events. Because, see, that is, I, like, LinkedIn, I have tried to stay away from. But networking events, I have gone for so many networking events, but I feel like I'm not using them properly. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I guess we could discuss how exactly to use them properly as a, a proper tool. How would how exactly do you find these events to start with? Um, finding events are... Um... You have to be purposeful about it. For example, you're working on a startup. I'll always reference the startup like thing because that's, that's where I work on, right? You go online, you Google, maybe in the city you're in, um, Ontario. Is Ontario a city? No, I'm Ontario is that. a province. Let's just say you're in Lagos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You go online on Google, put in the keyword startup, put in another keyword entrepreneur, put in Lagos, Google search it. Things are going to come up, right? And, and yeah, you're going to be able to see things that are related to what you're looking for. Or you could be looking for a job fair or career fair. Go online, Google career fair, and whatever city you're in, career fair, Houston. Things are going to come up, right? And you're going to see those things. Or you can even go on event, event Bright. Oh, Event like, Bright is where I find all my events. Exactly. Event Bright is so awesome. For any event you're trying to go for, right? So just going online and putting in those keywords. Google is your friend. Everyone says that. And I believe it. So just go on Google, put in those keywords and you find them. And also when, when I network with people, people tell me about events they find out about, right? So yeah, that's, that's how I find events. Just basically. So the more events you go for, the more connections you make, the more events you are able to find. Exactly. Even, definitely. Right. Exactly. Mm, it's, it's a cycle. cycle. Okay. So what do you take to these events? First of all, it's preparation, man. Um, when you're going to events, you can't just go there blank, right? You want to, if they're going to be speakers, if they're going to be professionals that are, that are announced on the site, you want to go online, search up those people, see what they're doing that, that might interest you or just gather some information about them so that when you meet them, you're able to say, hey, Bill, hey, uh, Samantha, I see that you're working on social media. So I really love the initiative you're doing, blah, blah, blah. So that way, it kind of shows that you've done your assignment, right? Because you don't want it to be awkward, right? You can't just walk up to people and say, hey, I'm Matilda. And then they reply to, hey, I'm this. That's already, just know that's a boring Q&A session right there. But if you're going to able to come in and just take control of the conversation and say something that's interesting about them, they'll be like, hey, yeah, this person knows about me. We can have a conversation, right? So you really want to prepare. And um, going for networking events, you want to have your story, right? Now, what's your story? Your story is um, who you are, where you are, and where you're going to, right? It could be that, hey, I'm a student right now, and I'm learning X, Y, Z, so I can get to point B. So just knowing that story, knowing how to engage people to your story, just coming up with that, like, A1 story that people want to have that conversation with you, that's that's how you prepare for networking events. 
Yeah. Yeah, I went to some event where um it was a woman in engineering mm. um event and they were they were basically training you on what to do when like you're met with like a very short point to like pitch in like who you are. So they they talked about like a, an elevator pitch. Yeah. I don't know if it's something you've heard about. Yeah, so they're like always come up with an elevator pitch, always make it something really catchy, something that like whoever you're talking to is going to remember. Like, even if you're doing the most boring thing, like, as a job, just try to sell it, upsell it, like, make your story sellable. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Do you take business cards along? It really depends. Um, I really don't do business cards because, I mean, there's LinkedIn. True. Once I I take control of that conversation, I'm always like, hey, um, do you mind keeping in touch? Um, Do you you use LinkedIn? And, like, boom. You know, LinkedIn, I think um, it's, it's up to you. Business cards, they're helpful, but I don't do those. Okay. Yeah, so I saw one of your tweets and you said networking without connecting is meeting. Could you explain that more? Yeah, um, definitely. If, if you go for a networking event, you're not able to connect with anyone. That's as good as you going to the DMV to meet with the person giving out a license and you collect your license and you walk back out. You probably don't know that person. That you don't know the person's name. The person doesn't care about who you are. So if, if that's how you network, you go to places and you just say your name. They say their names. You talk for like five minutes and you're back home and you can't remember anyone you connected with then. You probably didn't network. You just went to meet with people. Mm-hmm. And that's like a waste of time. That's a waste of time and energy. Yeah, I do a lot of that. And I think a lot of, because I've had this discussion before I decided this is definitely something I need to talk about. I've had this conversation with a lot of people and they say, yes, this is the kind of networking that they always take place in when they go for events. So how exactly do you keep in contact with people after, say you have a conversation with someone Mm -hmm. and you you get their LinkedIn? Yeah. What what are the follow-up steps you need to take after that? The follow-up step would be, Hey, thank you for your time today. I like that you mentioned. Like the same day that the networking event happened or it doesn't really matter. It depends. So I know that's that's, that's something of, of debate. People like asking about, hey, when's the right time to do this? Me personally, I, I, I make it original, right? Because mm-hmm. people will usually to expect, hey, okay, you send a follow up like that night or the, early the next day. It's kind of like, hey, I was expecting that. Everyone does that. Sometimes I send follow-ups like three days after, two days after, sometimes four days after. Okay, be spontaneous. Yeah, just just so like not because just so, because that's original. I don't want to put myself forward as someone who does the same thing everyone does, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be three days, four days after, you better have something meaningful to see <laughs> in that follow-up, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. So um, a good follow-up could be like showing appreciation for the time spent with you. And referencing what you spoke about, right? Mm-hmm. And also wrapping up with something to say, let's keep in touch. And when you connect with those people on LinkedIn or wherever you may connect, you want to make sure that they're always consistently updating your profile. Because when you're putting out those updates, sharing content, they're able to even follow your journey without you directly keeping in touch with them. So it's just, it works hand in hand. Like you can't have like a dormant social media account or whatever that you're using to connect with them and yeah okay so it it kind of works hand in hand you're using social media and like even meeting in person hand in hand yeah 
Okay. Yeah. And I know like that keeping in touch thing is usually a problem for people, but the the, 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 the truth is that if you go to a networking event, you can't build a relationship with more, usually more than three people. If you're going, if you're, if you're, if you're building relationships with three people for every networking event you go to, that's going to be too many people to keep up with. And just people you talk to, they remember what you say. So if you go network with someone and you're saying so, so, and so, and you're not able to build a relationship with them, they're going to remember you as someone who doesn't show integrity, right? So you want to make sure you're showing integrity at all. When, when you network with people and you say you're going to follow up, make sure you follow up and you build that relationship, right? So you don't want it to be too many people. Mm-hmm. Recognize people that you know for sure. We, what, we can both be beneficial to each other. Yeah. That's funny because what you mentioned um, when you said, like, if you meet more than three people at every event, it's a lot of people to keep up with. But I, I, I believe you've gone for a lot of networking events. So even if it's like one person, um, like another follow up question I wanted to ask is how exactly you have the time to nurture those relationships that you make with people you connect with and then balance that with like your personal relationships like outside like your business life then how you manage that also with like your responsibilities school and everything like how are you able to put all of that together in your life yeah the the beauty of it is that you have time right you can say hey i met with um scott right and you just put some put down put it down somewhere that within three months i want to follow up with scott and when three months pass by, you get the reminder that, hey, you need to follow up with Scott. Then you go back and look in your life. What has changed within those three months? Or go back and view Scott's profile. What has changed in Scott's profile? And then you send a follow-up message. Hey, I'm working on this now. Hey, remember I told you about this in January? Well, this is where I'm at now in March. So just setting reminders on your phone. Apple, um, app, The iPhone reminder is very helpful or... Um, a Google reminder, putting on your calendar or something. So you don't necessarily worry about it. You have to, in networking, you have to utilize technology, right? If you're not utilizing technology, everything is going to like, it's just going to be a mess in your head. So utilize technology and give yourself time frames. If it's someone you really want to connect with, you can reduce it from three months to maybe every three weeks or every month, right? So it's, it's just giving, spacing yourself out set time for when you want to do certain things. That, that's how I find everything. And like, um, usually, um, to make sure that networking relationships are in like, interfering with my personal relationships with friends or family, I would usually um, set times. Maybe I can only talk to so-and-so people between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. of the day. Or sometimes I put my phone on do not disturb just so I'm able to like, have time for other things. Yeah, that all makes sense. Wow. But definitely people you've met through networking, like social media and thingy, they've actually become your actual friends. Definitely. I I can count like 20 people that we met on social media, we met on LinkedIn or Twitter or wherever. In fact, over 20 and up to today we text and we're, we're all sending like warm messages to each other like, hey, what's going on with you? What's up? So we've gone from just, hey, we're networking and blah, blah, blah. To say, oh no, we're actually real friends. Mm, that makes sense. I can call you at two a.m. No, I don't. Don't call don't anyone. Don't call anyone at two a.m. <laughs> <Man. laughs> 
But yeah. <laughs> I'll wake up and I'll cut the phone and I'll go back to sleep. <laughs> so a- another question that has always plagued me, because every time I go to networking events, I'm like, maybe it's just not for my personality. Maybe there's different types of people and like some people are good with networking. Some people are not. So do you think introverts can network? Definitely. Introverts can. Introverts can really like Oof. I, I used to be an introvert, to be honest with you, but like... I have never known it all comes down to <laughs> It all comes down to you recognizing that you have to do these things to get where you want to go to, right? So you might be introverted, but you have to do these things. And a skill could be you practicing with friends. Just, just call up your friend and just practice pitching yourself every two days, every three days, and go for more. The more events you can go for, the more you get out of your space, of your introverted space, the more events you go for. I, I, I know so many people that are introverts, but if you see them talking to other people, you will never believe they're introverts. Not, not because they've just become extroverted overnight, but because they do these things over and over again. So it's just kind of like, hey, let's just, let's just do this again. Let's just do this again. So it takes practice doing it over and over again. And you're able to just tune in to the mood of networking. And when you're done, you're back introverted. So yeah, it's- yeah. I, I I looked up um a couple of tips that um people online had to offer for introverts with networking. Mm. Someone said you you can create a quota system for the amount of events you can go for. So like because usually introverts going to events is a tasking thing. It's draining for them. Yep. So if you think it's too much for you, then just try to place like okay, this month I'm going to go for x amount of um events so once you go for those events you don't feel the pressure to go out again like because as you said it's something you see it as something and if you have to get where you need to get to it's a tool you can use so see it as somewhat of a necessity and then someone also said you can find one person you can relate with even if it's not the highest person in the networking event just find someone you can relate with and just talk to them. Like you never know, like your ideas could bounce off each other. And then the last is leverage your strengths. Mm. So when you're leveraging your strengths, you're, it doesn't feel tasking. You're just being you, right? So mm. I guess that helps with introverts. I wouldn't say I'm necessarily an introvert, so I wouldn't know how to relate on that. But from what I found from actual stories of introverts online, it's it's possible to network even though your personality isn't extroverted. So yeah. I definitely feel that. Yeah. So I would say one of my greatest fears is being fake with networking. How do you network without being fake? You have to pick where you're going to purposefully. You, you, you can't go to every place, right? Like, like I mentioned earlier on, you want to be able to recognize, hey, before you go anywhere, ask yourself, why am I going to this place, right? Why am I going here? What, what am I looking to get out of this? When you're able to answer those questions, then you can be sure that you're going there. You're not going to be fake because now you have objectives. You have things you're looking to achieve. You have things, tasks you're looking to complete. So when you go there, you can't, you, th- there's no way you can be fake because you know what you're going there for and you know what you want. So if, if if you're going into things and you don't know what you're looking to get out of from me, then you're you, you're making room for you to be fake. 
So, but when I say fake, like I look at it as okay, you could go there with a purpose, but you know how people are very much go getters. So it's more about okay, what can I gain from you all the time? So like they would act like they're listening to you. I, I've done this at networking events. Like maybe I go to a networking event. I'm actually interested in this event, but then I'm talking to someone who I see as like see an opportunity like this person is doing amazing things i actually find it really interesting but i feel like i have to uphold this like identity so even though like i'm not like that i have to like fit into some kind of mold i feel so how do you avoid doing that to be honest with you there are times where you just have to do it <laughs> there are really times where you just have to do it um yeah there, there are really times where you just have to do it and I, that, that's just what i have to say um yeah, there are times where you just have to do it. <laughs> yeah, like guys. Because I'm before, I so have... yeah. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. But just try not to do it too much because when I feel like when you do it too much, you get to a place where you're like, man, I don't even want to like go networking because I feel like every time I go there, I'm just having to be someone else I'm not. Mm. So try as much as possible to make it as organic as possible so that you don't have to be. Yeah, definitely. And um, the, the thing with, with going out to these places or doing whatever you do, you want to make sure you're bringing forward your original self, right? If you're not able to bring forward your original self, you might never really strike a real connection, right? If you're coming there talking, just putting on a fake like personality, then you might never really make that real connection until you bring out your real self. Hey, do you actually wear your hair nappy most of the time? Or do you usually... um you're calling me out. <laughs> you usually wear T-shirts rather than long sleeve shirts, right? Just bringing your original self. When you bring your original self, you're able to be within your comfort space and you're able to like relate better and, and forge a connection with who needs, who you need to make a connection with. Yeah. Mm. That's just what I have to say on that. All facts, all facts. Okay, we're here at the last question. So you've had goals with networking, um, when you go out to these events, yeah. um, when you um, yeah. go on LinkedIn, you, you definitely go with goals. Do you think networking has worked to achieve those goals so far for you? 100%. 100% working. It's, it, it, it has worked and it's still working. It's just, I mean, man, like networking has gotten me to where I am today. Like without that, I don't think I'll be where I am. I've gotten into spaces that I would never have dreamt of getting into. I've, 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 I've had certain groups that you don't get into those places until you network enough. I've had rejections turn into acceptance from networking. Like someone told me no, but like I knew a connection and I spoke to the person and they went back for me and spoke to the person and the person said, okay, yeah. So that's what networking does. Like it's working and it's very, very essential. So yeah. Oh, that's that's really good. Well, um, I'm going to get my networking on and try to network more now. I hope you guys will try to do that as well. Um, if you have any questions, reach out to me. I can uh, forward them to Ubum Day because I don't have the answers. <laughs> you can also, yeah, you, they can also reach out to me um, through Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, wherever. Do you want to drop your... Yeah, um, my handle on Twitter is um, at L-O-N-G-E underscore T-L. I'll say that again. L-O-N-G-E underscore T-L. So Longe underscore T-L. And how can they find you on LinkedIn? Uh, my full name, 
O-L-U-M-I-D-E space L-O-N-G-E. So Olumide Laundry. You should see a very nice purple picture pop up. So that should be me. That's <laughs> so. <laughs> and um, if, 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 if you might need any resources or things, tips regarding what we just spoke about, you can also check my associated um hashtag, which is um hashtag O-L-U-X-C-A-L-K-S. Pronounce Olu Talks on Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. All right. Thank you so much. And guys, don't forget to reach out to him if you have any questions or if you need more resources. Um, thank you so much, Olumide, for coming on and sharing your knowledge. It's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much once again, guys, for listening to the end. If you have any questions and or comments, don't forget to head to our Twitter page at Pod. And we also have a curious cat in case you want to leave any comments, but you don't want your name on there. It's also Pod. You should be able to find it in our Twitter. We're also asking you guys to give us reviews on Apple iTunes because that's how other people could get to know about us. We would really appreciate it. Catch you guys next week. Bye.